0: Godfrey's Gospel, According to Michael Godfrey Illegal dumping has become a real problem. It's all over bar the shouting, or counting in the case of many people who may have overspent. But with Covid and all that went with it, they may have felt they were entitled to a treat. Anyway, it's all truly done and dusted. And because of Covid, we don't have the January sales to look forward to. Not that they hold the same significance of times gone by, thanks to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. But we start the new year in lockdown just like we finished the old one. Let's hope it doesn't become an annual tradition. Unfortunately, what has become an annual tradition after the Christmas excess is the amount of fly-tipping around the place. I know there's a five-kilometre limit in place at the moment, but even within that short distance you will see rubbish everywhere. I don't know what the big problem is about disposing of your own rubbish. Yes, it costs, but in the general scheme of things, it's not that much. Why anyone would feel they are entitled to dump their rubbish in someone else's gate or a ditch along the road is beyond me. I recently became a victim of fly-tipping. Someone thought that because there's a little stream along the road in front of my house, and, I must admit, an unfinished gateway, they were entitled to dump a large bag of rubbish there. Well, they weren't. I have to admit, I couldn't let it go. And after I pulled the offending bag out of the water, I decided to investigate its contents to see if the illegal dumper was foolish enough to leave an envelope or package with a name and address. Eureka! As it turned out, not only was there a name and address, but also a telephone number. I duly composed a text expressing my disgust at what had happened and sent it. But you've guessed it, I am still waiting for a reply. However, that doesn't take from the mindset of individuals who feel they're entitled to offload their rubbish on someone else. The independent operators who have made it their business to dispose of rubbish don't overcharge, not when you see all the rules and regulations they have to abide by before accepting your rubbish. Equally, there are recycling centres where it only costs a small amount to dispose of electrical goods, glass and so forth. And now, electrical stores will also accept your old white goods when you buy a replacement item. What more do people want? Perhaps the truth of the matter is, they don't want to pay for anything. They believe they are entitled to do whatever they like, to whomever they like, whenever they like. Sorry, but it doesn't work like that. And for that reason, I would encourage anyone who experiences fly-tipping to examine the contents, even though it isn't a pleasant task. And if they find a name and address, write that person a note or report the matter to the local authority. I know it's a nuisance. But if you do nothing, nothing will happen, and the problem only gets worse. People who feel they have a right to dump their rubbish wherever they like need to know that it isn't acceptable. Hopefully, they will get the message, even if they have to be shamed into it. Then, everyone can enjoy a nice walk along a country lane during lockdown without having to worry about vermin crawling out from under a black bag that was thrown into a ditch. Time to think. With Father Paddy Byrne. Brighter days will soon return. As we begin 2021, I pray sincere good wishes of health and peace for us all. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Stay safe and do the right thing. I found inspiration from Pope Francis' New Year message, where he invites us to embrace the Christian message of hope during these challenging times. The culture of care calls for a common, supportive and inclusive commitment to protecting and promoting the dignity and good of all, a willingness to show care and compassion, to work for reconciliation and healing, and to advance mutual respect and acceptance. As such, it represents a privileged path to peace, Pope Francis wrote in the Peace Message for 2021. May we never yield to the temptation to disregard others, especially those in greatest need, and to look the other way. Instead, may we strive daily in concrete and practical ways to form a community composed of brothers and sisters who accept and care for one another. Pope Francis wrote that he envisioned this culture of care as a way to combat the culture of indifference, waste and confrontation so prevalent in our time. He pointed to the spiritual and corporal works of mercy and charity practised by the early church as an example. The first generation of Christians shared what they had, so that no one among them would be in need. They strove to make their community a welcoming home, concerned for every human need and ready to care for those most in need it became customary to make voluntary offerings in order to feed the poor, bury the dead, and care for orphans, the elderly, and victims of disasters like shipwrecks. Pope Francis quoted a speech by Pope Paul VI given in 1969 to the Ugandan Parliament. Have no fear of the Church. She honours you, she educates honest and loyal citizens for you, she does not foment rivalries and divisions, She seeks to promote healthy liberty, social justice and peace. If she has any preference at all, it is for the poor, for the education of little ones and of the people, for the care of the suffering and abandoned. Pope Francis also pointed out that educating people to care begins in the family, the natural and fundamental nucleus of society in which we learn how to live and relate to others in a spirit of mutual respect yet families need to be empowered to carry out this vital and indispensable task. Pope Francis began his message for World Day of Peace by saying that he had been thinking especially of all those who've lost family members or loved ones and all who lost their jobs in 2020. He also paid tribute to all of the physicians, nurses, pharmacists, researchers, volunteers, chaplains and hospital personnel who have made and are continuing to make great sacrifices to be present to the sick to alleviate their sufferings and to save their lives. Indeed, many of them have died in the process. In paying tribute to them, I renew my appeal to political leaders and the private sector to spare no effort to ensure access to COVID-19 vaccines and to the essential technologies needed to care for the sick, the poor and those who are most vulnerable, he said. The Pope stressed that there is a need for relationships between nations to be inspired by fraternity, mutual respect, solidarity and the observance of international law. He also urged that humanitarian law be respected. Tragically, many regions and communities can no longer remember a time when they dwelt in security and peace. Numerous cities have become epicentres of insecurity. Citizens struggle to maintain their normal routine in the face of indiscriminate attacks by explosives, artillery and small arms. Children are unable to study, he said. Men and women cannot work to support their families. Famine is spreading in places where it was previously unknown. People are being forced to take flight, leaving behind not only their homes, but also their family history and their cultural roots. While such conflicts have many causes, the result is always the same. Destruction and humanitarian crises. We need to stop and ask ourselves what has led our world to see conflict as something normal and how our hearts can be converted and our ways of thinking changed in order to work for true peace in solidarity and fraternity.